guys. Beer. Sports. Join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you, boys. Yo, everybody. Hey, Sean and Brad, guys. Beer Sports, how are you? We're here today, uh, episode 22, I think. It's Boxing Day for our Canadian friends, the day after Christmas for our American friends. So happy uh, holidays. I normally hate saying happy holidays, but it feels like, uh, you know, today's the day to do so. So Merry Christmas, uh, happy Boxing Day, or happy Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, whatever you're into. We hope you find your way uh, to celebrate. Sean, my friend, how are you? I'm good, my man. How you doing? How you had a good Santa was good to you? Santa was always good to me. Santa thought I was a nice boy, so that was nice for him to recognize uh, the deal. Uh, I always a good you, day. I have to show you what Santa got me. Yeah, let's see it. It's going to be hard. Oh, this is not starting early. Oh, Maple Leaf Sweats? You got it. <laughs> nice. Santa liked there. that. He's there yeah, going, the Leafs are going to do something this year. <laughs> So you gave, and it's a pandemic, so it gave you something you can be comfy, you can cozy in, and watch exactly. Your yeah, <laughs> yes, that's something we can get into uh, here in a little bit. Is the NHL striking a deal to have the NHL uh, have the division realignment, right? So Canada can stay in Canada, you guys can play at home. So we'll we'll and get into still, that. They're still trying to figure that out right now. It's, well, I thought I saw, I thought I saw early yesterday morning that they had agreed. It uh, looks like it. It looks like the the the. The Canada is saying, "Go ahead; they will be able to play in the seven separate yeah. places." Um, but it was it was not looking great <laughs> for a moment, you know. So yeah, no, it looked uh, real tough. But it seems like maybe they got their act together. So I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Man, I, I'm looking forward to this episode here. We got uh, lots to talk about. Lots happened in sports. Yeah. Uh, thank you, NBA and NFL, for playing yesterday on Christmas Day. That was awesome. Man, Brad, what are you drinking there from Flyers? Our friends at Flyers, the official beer sponsor, guys, beer sports here. I'm drinking. I got this uh, Heat Seeker Hefe that I'm going to get jump into here. It's a, it's a crowd pleaser for me. So make sure you go see our friends at Flyers. Uh, corner would be in 20 here in Oak Harbor. They've got all kinds of takeout specials, and they got pop-up shops, and they've got a giant expanded heating uh, area. You can sit outside and eat. Uh, curbside takeaway, uh, all that good stuff. So you can order online, which is I I really appreciate the order online biz. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the move, you know, just because I don't like talking to anybody uh, typically, which feels weird, right? But that's it does feel weird, weird considering uh, we talk like once a yeah, week for sure. Yeah. I, I just don't want to tell anybody what I want to eat. I just want to like go pick it up, and <laughs> and they do a great job of getting all packed up. Like they make sure you have all your condiments in the thing. Like it's just it's a high class uh, takeaway spot. So. Nice. Go see our friends of Flyers and uh, support local business as you can. Sean, what do you got in your glass today? So, Chris there at uh, Old Biddy's had a little sale there, 111 uh, Cobble Quid Road in Lower Sackville. So, uh, Old Biddy's, I'm drinking here the Even Gooder Coffee Ooh. Brown. So, uh, quite tasty, quite yeah. good. Uh, yeah, it was like uh, $5 off growlers. Nice. So, that's a, that's a big deal here in Canada. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's screaming good deal. Yeah, so yeah. stop in, get your beer. So stop in on Flyers, get your beer there too. Anybody in the Skagit County area, make sure yeah. you do that. 
Hey, I got a real good guest, I think. Um, we, good friend of mine. We have a real today. good guest. I'm sorry. Man. Who am I? I got I got it. What in the world? We're keeping score. What in the world? (laughs) We have we have a fantastic guest today. We do. We do. Uh, Let's let's go ahead and bring him in here. Come on in, Darren. You gotta love Zoom. You gotta love all this stuff here. Look at that, Darren. Just we just we just came into his life all of a sudden. Hello, hello. What's up? Dropped in here. Hey, Darren. Hey. Good to see you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Man, what are you drinking there today, anyway, Darren? So I got Spirit Wolf. It's a coffee blonde, and uh, this is actually brewed here in Chatham, Sons of Kent. So they took the uh, the old theater and they uh, changed it up into a brewery there. And uh, yeah, they got some good beer coming out of there. So if you're ever in Chatham, Kent, have uh, stop by Chatham, Ontario. Yeah. yeah, and I got some nuts too, some peanuts here. Yeah. Goes good with it. <laughs> Are you guys on lockdown over there or what? Yeah, started today. Um, so we had our family get together yesterday. And uh, so we're on lockdown until the 28th. So it's not terrible. No, it's not too bad. You know, like it is what it is. It's, yeah. Yeah. you know, these, uh, these, the days of the lockdown, like where they announce what the day is. And then we all meet and get together and handle our business before it happens is always this feels so silly to me because it's like they're forcing us all to get together quickly and then uh they're pushing us out so yeah that's true that's true i'm not i'm and that's not me being opposed to it that's just uh my my logical brain is like wait if it's a big deal then how come we can't like we can still meet before that day. We just can't meet after the day. Like that doesn't make any sense to me, but anyway. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to go too far into the weeds with this, but it's hilarious because I think there's like 60 active cases in Nova Scotia, all of Nova Scotia. And yeah. we're like the strictest in lockdowns. <laughs> Movie theaters aren't open. Nothing's open. I'm there going 60 people. It's nothing, but, hey, but uh, hey, if, uh, if not for the, for this whole deal, we wouldn't be here today. So you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Darren, man, it's so good to see you. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Man, so Darren, you and I, we 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 go back sometime there. We go back to like 04. Yeah, yeah, 04. That's 04, right. 04, Nelly's block. You were in the Navy for a quick <laughs> moment there, hey? Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because like, I think the, the first time I ever saw you was in BC, actually. I don't know it if was, I saw yeah. you in, yeah, and I remember when I was out there, like, you know, it's a lot, you know, as you know, a lot of East coasters, right? Like, yeah, so yeah. for me being from Brampton, right? Like there's no one from Newfoundland walking around. There's no one from Newfoundland in, in high school. Right. So mm-hmm. I go to the military and it's, it's a lot of East coasters. And then I see Sean, uh, when I was in BC, I saw him walking down the hall and I'm like, that guy's from Brampton. I knew, I knew I just the way he walked. I'm like, he's gotta be from Brampton. I got to talk to this guy. And, uh, when I, when I talked to you, I'm like, you're from Brampton, aren't you? And Sean's like, yeah, I'm from Brampton. <laughs> I just knew it. Like, so yeah, way back, way back. Man, That's hilarious. There's a, there's an attitude about Brampton, Ontario. There is, you know, I know. I like it. It's a good attitude. You know, I like it. We're, we're a little just 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 a little bit of conceit eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i know i know i hear you i hear you Man. and i remember back in the day right like i was big into working out because i i was doing pro wrestling so i was doing a lot of that there before i joined the military 
and then getting you into the uh, pro uh, pro wrestling, getting you into the working out there because you were working out, but you were doing a lot of cardio, and then I got you into weights. But now you've you've surpassed me. <laughs> <laughs> you've gone out and do your own thing because you he probably doesn't ability. do the dancing martial arts like you do. That's probably <laughs> 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 stricter with his gains than you are. <laughs> well, the uh, thing yeah. is, man, I just saw pictures. This guy could stand. He could he could do nice pictures with his shirt off. I cannot do nice pictures with my shirt off. It's it's pretty sad, as you. Now, no, my wife posted that thing on Guys Beer Sports, the the group. Thanks, honey. Yeah. Oh, yeah? I got to look into that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Go. It's, it's a video. It's, uh, it's impressive. It's terrible. Oh, It is impressive. So, but, it's you know, the lighting. The lighting's is bad, Sean. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. it's all it's, it's all the poor, lighting. That's right. Poor lighting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I know, I know that they made Darren look like a chiseled god with the lighting, right? But then I think he's like, well, he still had to work for some of those muscles. <laughs> yeah, like it's that's the thing. There's a lot, there's some smoke and mirrors there, you know. There always is, and and you know, like, and that's kind of my thing. Like, when, trying to get you know this specific body and everything, and and this look, this aesthetic look, like it's it's kind of bittersweet because at that point when I took those pictures, it's weird because I was kind of at my weakest point. You know what I mean? Like, you could probably could have pushed me over uh, in a parking lot, like. Right. And be, because, you know, you're, you're drained, you're, you're like, I was eating Sour Patch Kids in between, in, in between pitchers just for energy. Right. Yeah. Like, cause you, 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 you do a little, you do all these tricks, right. You know, you try to, um, dehydrate yourself a little bit, get the muscles to pop. You want to look good on camera. Right. So it was, it was an experience, but, um, yeah. you know, I, I got the pictures, uh, that have their pro bodybuilding card now. I never watched them try to cut weight to make these shows. You know, yeah. you, know, you just watch them be monsters in the gym and then slowly that goes away and <laughs> baby food and rice crackers. And I'm like, yeah, you look good, but you know, that's right. That's right. Hard time getting out of that chair. Yeah. Yeah. 400 calories for, a day. For me, it was for vodka, me. vodka in that chair there showing my, showing my lovely belly that she put a poo. I don't even understand a poo emoji to hide my belly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, she was just showing where it lives. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. <laughs> <That's it>. uh, <laughs> she did not do you any favors with that edit. I'll tell you that. It's, I tell you. <laughs> Anyways, I hope that was. I hope that was her Christmas present. I hope it wasn't to you. I hope that's what you gave her for Christmas was that video. But I don't know. <laughs> no, no. She decided to share it to the world. It was. Awesome. I know. That's, yeah. that's what I'm hoping your present was. Was that? Wow. Wow. But. um so Darren, you 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 got out of the Navy then shortly after. I think it was 06, right? 06. Yeah, Navy. yeah. Oh oh six, oh seven, yeah. Yeah. And then you became a uh, police a law enforcement officer, police officer there at York Regional, right? Yeah, like I got out kind of after my three years, and then I was like, Yeah, you know what, I'm gonna do something else. Like so I I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go to school and become a doctor. I don't know what I'm going to do. So I, then I, I was in the reserves for a bit and then I'm like, you know what? I saw American gangster at the time or with Denzel and yeah, uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, since a kid, I always had these, you know, ambitions. I wanted to be, I wanted to, to be a police officer. And, uh, uh, that kind of brought that back out in me when I saw that movie again, I'm like, you know what? Like I, I need to go for it now. So went back, applied and like, with the military background, like, you know, they, they like to see that and everything. And, you know, I'm like, I, I just applied to York. I applied to a few uh, places actually around the GTA, but um, I got on with York and uh, started training Yeah, you know, for that. So, 
So, I mean, and the thing is that that's a pretty extensive workout as well uh, to get ready to become a police officer because the, the testings in, in Ontario are pretty, like, they're pretty uh, stringent. I know Peel Region is one of the highest uh, testings as far as physical testing and everything like that to get in. So York Regional, I would imagine, would be difficult as well. Yeah, actually, I uh, I I did Peel's test. I failed it the first time, actually, and it, it's it's funny because when I was you know working out with with weights and everything like that, like you know, and working out with you too, you always push me to like put on more weight, put on more weight, put on more weight, and like you know, it was about getting bigger, right? That's what you want. So when I went to do these tests for policing, it was more like yeah, just like you said, like some cardio based stuff and like more core strength and everything like that, which. I didn't do any of that stuff. It was all about, okay, let's do bench and let's put as much as we can on the squat rack. Right. Like, so then they're trying to get me to do these like sit and reaches. Yeah. Like bench deadlift. You can do those things. We're good. Yeah, that's right. Let's see your flexibility now when I'm in the police, like testing. I'm like, what flexibility? Like I don't have any flexibility. (laughs) So watch me flex these guns. Yeah. So I went back to the drawing board. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I got to switch up my workouts. Um, hit hit workouts were big at the time and stuff and yeah. i'm like you know what i got a kind of condition for this test so um once i did that like you know i, I passed and everything and and uh you know it's funny when i got on with york like i didn't know what to expect right like the only police officers i just knew what i saw in movies and all that so <laughs> getting into it like i thought like it was going to be like these you know half machine half men bionic people that worked out their whole like all these different backgrounds that i'm going to be like this guy that can't keep up you know what i mean right but then when i got into it i was like you know they're just they're just real people like me so that you know they want getting into it i was able to adapt pretty quickly and uh you know use my you know what i learned from working out and weightlifting and all that to kind of you know, drawing my experiences and I, and I did well through the training and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, plus not that you're a personable guy, you know, uh, I would imagine you would have pretty good success over there. So, well, it's, it's weird. Cause like you're policing, like it's not, it's not muscle, right. It's, it's, it's my, it's, it's your mind. Right. And like, I, I thought that policing was a, was a bra, like it's about brawn, right. Like I thought it was, I thought on the, on the streets anyways, like you had to be, the bigger guys won, you know, I thought we'd like, you know, like cops, you watch cops. I thought we'd be getting in fights every night. <laughs> and and when I started with my field officer, my coach officer, I was like, so like, what, what, when, when are we going to go to like a hot call? And he looked at me like a hot, what? Like we're, we're police officers. Listen, like we, we solve problems. That's what we do. So use your mind. You're not going to be using your muscles out here on the street. And when uh, I quickly learned that, like, it's about having smarts over, over, you know, using anything on your belt, you know, so it was an interesting change for me. Yeah. 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 I tested for the state patrol here before I had kids. Uh, and I remember uh, a couple things about the test, but the most stark thing for me was you walk in to test and it's a room full of however many people, 75 to hundred candidates, you know, they're trying to test out. And, uh, you know, they're running this video and it's all dash cam videos of dudes just getting whooped in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like they're in, they're wrestling in ditches or they're, you know, 
getting tag team by these two guys that jumped out of a car or whatever, you know, it's just dash cam footage. And then they jump up and they're like, Hey, they're like, there's going to be probably seven to 10 of you that are going to actually make it out of here and actually become patrol officers. And so, uh, if this video bothers you and you feel like you can't do this, they're like, this isn't the job, but this is part of the job. Uh, if this feels like not for you, then you should probably leave now. And, uh, I tested twice. The first time I failed my, uh, my physical, I did, I couldn't, I, mi- I missed the run by like 13 seconds. It was so irritating. And then, um, so I had to go back and both times there was five dudes that got up and walked out of that testing area that were just like, yep, nope. I saw the dash cam footage and I went, I want no part of whatever this is. You know, it's interesting you bring that up, Brad, because like being that's so true, like being in in the thick of being a police officer, that subculture, Mm -hmm. you always have that in the back of your mind. And it's so easy to get complacent when you're on the road. And like there was officers that would get hurt while I was working and everything and 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 or you'd hear about it in a different jurisdiction or whatever. And uh, yeah, it would play on your mind. Right. And you'd be like, okay, like, am I? And then you'd, you'd start replaying the calls that you've been to and you'd be like, yeah, like oh, yeah. that guy was dangerous. That guy had a weapon or whatever it is. Right. So yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you want to go home at the end of the night. Right. So yeah, like it's, it's, it's a different world. Right. So. Yeah. Well, it's a lot. I mean, we talk a lot about it. Uh, you know, some friends that are still in that world. And we just talk about like, it's the confidence to know that you're doing your job well. Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes back to the whole like having the perfect body. Like you don't need to have any perfect of anything. You just need to make the right choices consistently, and like right. those build up into success. It's not there's not one magic bullet of like if you do this you'll be successful. Yeah, it's you know you do all these little things. You're always aware. You know you're not shortcutting things. You're just you know doing what. And everyone gets to go home. Like that's you know that's a big deal. Like it's a culture. Even all the workplaces I've been in, so that's the way. Like everyone should be able to get to go home at night, mm-hmm. and that requires everyone to do their job well and just be aware of you know what's going on and not be complacent. Complacency kills, right? That's just we we know that. Oh, hundred percent. And like, aspect. it's not like it was decades ago where you okay, like if you're under five ten, don't even apply, right? Like it's yeah. like I would go to a lot of calls. My my partner was like a five foot female, and mm-hmm. you know what? I would rather have her as a partner than some of the bigger guys. Yeah. She only because like the specific girl I'm talking about, she's, she's smart. Like yeah. I know she has my back and she has, she has um, like, she has that fire, right? Like, and it's, yeah. it's, it's about, can you work together with people? Just like you said, Sean, being a people person, um, yeah. you know, can you solve problems? And there's many times when, you know, just talking, talking to people that are in, in a different they're just in a different stage or a different part of their lives than you are, or they're going through some stuff and you have to be able to relate to them and you have to be able to talk on their level and be like, okay, listen, what's going on today? Like, this is the second time I've ran into you in the last couple of weeks. Like, how do we solve this? And once you start talking to people like that, you, you, you make connections and, and you can, you can do really well. Right. You know, it's, it's amazing, Darren, cause you're one of those people that I never worried about when you entered into that position, when you said you were going to become a police officer. I never, I never sat there and said, boy, I'm really worried about Darren doing this. Cause I knew that you're a smart guy. I knew that you were working out. I knew that you had a good head in your shoulders and I knew you know how to relate to people. So I never had any, any thoughts in the back of my head, you know? And it's so funny that you said what you said there about you, you, you would rather had a five foot, uh, your, your partner being a five foot female 
backing you up than some of these males, you know? And it was one of the things that I ended up realizing when I instructed basic training is that there's all sorts of people now for all sorts of positions because the world now is not just this tangible thing. Now, now it's cyber ops, it's everything like that. Yeah, and you right. need these people to be able to understand, you know, you need the translators, you need the people to sit there and translate intelligence. You need everybody to be able to do their jobs, you know? So it's not necessarily how many pushups can you do and how many setups can you do? Cause it could be, what's going on in here as well. Right. And that's something that took me a little while. I mean, I'm a, I'm a dinosaur. So it took me a little while. To, what what we called myself there. My wife called me Luddite. That's You're a Luddite. Luddite. <laughs> Figuring out technology. Loosely, loosely translating means dancing dinosaur. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So, so going from police working now, because now you're telling me that this is this is your full time job. Like, first off, we never even mentioned what it's what it's called. <laughs> what your what your new business is called? There, it's a. Uh, go ahead and just drop that right now, Darren. Yeah. So right now I'm doing I'm doing online personal training, um, full time, and What's you know Darren Hart, Darren Hart. Uh... Yeah. Well, Darren Hart Fitness. Um, and I have a I have some other stuff I'm working on, but um, right now, um, it's me and. Uh, you know, the reason is I got to start off with, with putting my face on the, on the brand. Right. And, yeah. you know, I'm working with some people. And and the thing is too, like when, just like when we were, you know, when I started in the military and everything and then policing and everything like my, you know, idols, I guess you could say, you know, Arnold, Frank Zane, um, not me. you know, not me. Oh, you too. You too. Yeah. And like, you know, like you there's look probably at these guys. tears to it, Sean. I imagine there's tears, right? There's like, <laughs> <laughs> the guy that can coordinate his outfit in the gym tier. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like oh. the, the, it's just, you don't know really what it, what it takes to just, like I was saying, to look like, a certain way or to, to be able to perform in a certain way. And like, you know, um, with personal training, like there were so many weird false things in the fitness space that I went through. Like I tried to be big. I tried to do this, no carb, high carb, uh, no sugar, lift heavy, don't lift heavy. And like, I always tried to follow the looking like the next guy in the magazine. And that was my fault. That was my biggest fault. I never, ever once walked into a gym and said, I'm going to try to look like myself today, the best version of myself. So this was the first time that I'm like, you know what? I was, um, I was about 200 pounds. I'm, I'm naturally an ectomorph, like a, you know, like a, a thinner guy, leaner guy. So at six, two, six, one, like I, I probably would look better aesthetically, um, with less fat and, you know, more lean muscle in my body. So I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to go into the, go start working out and try to look like the best of me. And then I'm going to start this business off. Right. And that's what I did. Right. So that's why I did that transformation. And oh, that's the only before. time it worked yeah, out for me. Those before and after pictures there, which man, I, I didn't even know that you got to that, you know, that was like what after your first kid or no, that was uh that was actually the beginning of this year, actually. Um, wow. Yeah. Like when coronavirus hit and everything, I'm like, you know what, something needs to change. <laughs> so I was, I was, you know, unhappy. I was overweight. I'm like, you know, I'm thinking like when I was years ago, when I was in the police force, like I would never have let myself get to this point, you know, because, and the reason is I, I looked back into why that was. And it was because 
Um, I didn't have a reason. I, I had a reason why I needed to keep myself in shape. I wanted to go home, right? Yeah. Right. Just like yeah. you were saying, Brad. So now I didn't ha- really have a reason. I'm at home. I'm a, I'm a dad. You know, the dad bod, right? So yeah. not that anything's wrong with that, but yeah. I, I just, you know, wanted to, when I wanted to get in the fitness space, I got to be able to walk the walk, right? So yeah. I wanted I'm to get back to call the father figure now. That's why I'm on the father figure. Movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nothing wrong with yeah. it. Nothing wrong with it. No, no. That's the thing. I just try to be better than the other dads uh, in my kids' classes. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> you know, these school events and you'll see like other dads that you know, or that like, you went to school with. And you're like, whoo, man, that's that guy's either doing something or he's not been doing something. I'm just trying to be like somewhere in the upper half of the been doing something. Like, right. That's, right. That's the move, you know? So how important do you think it is to figure out like what your body type is and then to like, cause I think that's a big thing. Yeah. You know, I've spent a lot of time in gyms and, you know, and working out and talking to people what they want and, and trying to watch people transform into things that you feel like they're probably never going to get to. How important is it to do you think to accept what your body type is and then to try to be the better version of your, the best version of yourself. Right. That's, that's, is that the move? Do you think that's the secret? Yeah, I think that's definitely a huge part of it. Like I've read interviews of guys that went to work out with Arnold and I know when, you know, back in the day he used to do kind of like higher reps and he'd have guys like power lifters that would go and, and work out with him. And they'd be like, I'm getting, I'm getting a little bit pudgy working with you because their bodies just don't respond to those higher weights. And that's just the way it, they, they knew what worked for them. Right. And like, the trial and error that I went through too, like, okay, what, what works best better for me? And like, I've, I've lifted the heavy weights. I've tried the powerlifting route. I've injured myself many times. Like, and I'm just like, am I, am I breaking my bo- body down or trying to build it up here? Like, what am I doing? So it's, it's important. Yeah. You got to know, like, you're trying to be the best version of yourself. So how does your body respond? How do you respond to weights? How do you respond to running? Like, yeah. Yeah. Hardest thing for me is to kill my ego off when I'm am getting stronger. Cause like that, man, you're just in love with, I, I, for me, I just, I fall in love with that moving that big weight. I don't even care who's around to see it. It's not for me. It's not an ego lift uh, in the sense of it's for other people. It's for me. You know what I mean? Where it's right. like, man, my biggest downfall always was like, all right, this is my top number today. You know, here's my top set and go to get it. And then like, feel good getting it. It's like, I got one more. Yeah, that's right. Did not have one. I mean, I would have one more. Right. But like, I just know, like, that was always the lead to the injury it was always the not following the program. Right. And like not, not oh, yeah. sticking in with what you had to get to. Well, I remember 2017, 2017, I was trying to train for a powerlifting contest there in St. Jean. Uh, we were doing basic training. And so, you know, I had to look at the heavyweights uh, bench press. So don't forget, like when you're doing powerlifting for the bench press, it's not just uh, off your chest and up. Right. Right. It's literally, it's literally come down controlled. And when you go up, you got to hold it there. Yeah. Right. For that second before it's even counted. So it's yeah. not like, it's not like, you know, bam up. Right. Yeah. So and you have to I'm, lock and all that stuff. Too. Yeah. So I remember the, the heaviest I did, and this is back when I was like 36 was 365. So I'm there going and I had to look at the, the record and it was like 325. So I'm like, Oh, I could do this. Right. But I'd never really lifted heavy for a while. So I started I started getting back to it. I remember when I hit 315 and I was doing sets of it. And then I went down, up, down, up, and then all of a sudden down and like (laughs) 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 I have a racket it. Uh, Let's go down to 225 to see what the damage is, right? Yeah. And whenever that out, 
down. Oh man, I got it up, but it was painful. And I realized oh, I tore something. And sure enough, I did. I, I tore something in my pack. I've never been the same since then. And now I try to do when I do work out. Cause right now, if you have a look at my body, it's not like, you know, yo, that guy's working out. <laughs> it's like, but it's like, it's like what I do, something out. you know, it's, it's, it's pretty light. It's pretty light. When I, when I do weights, I've, I've actually started looking at yoga more because as I get older, that seems a lot, a lot better. Yeah. And I, I picked up yoga like two years ago and it's been yeah. the best thing for me. What do you think about that, Darren? Yeah. Like, you know what? I totally agree. Like yoga, um, all these different things. It's, it's interesting. Cause yeah, like 10 years ago, you know, if you asked me, I'd been like yoga, are you crazy? I'm not, you know, and I think a lot of people were like that. I think that was the mentality. Yeah. You know, sure. like, just like you're saying the, the ego lifting and stuff. Right. And I, I got caught up in that too. And you know, now I, I lift lighter weights than I've lifted when I was starting out. Like, and it's just like, I don't want to get injured and also like stretching, all these different things. So yeah, like I see some people doing yoga or different types of stretches or working with bands or different things that look yeah, incredible. Bands. That's a, that's a big thing. Now these bands, yeah. like I'm, I'm looking at different workout things and I, I never knew you could do so much with these bands. I'm like, Oh yeah. yeah. Bands are, man, if you want to have some stuff, especially in, like in your house, I mean, anywhere. Right. But man, for me, like having bands in my house has been a lifesaver. Mm. Yeah, I, I just got some too. They're incredible. I, I underestimated and you're them. Doing, like, you're doing everything in your home. Like this is all everything in your home. You're training and everything like that. There, Darren. Or? Yeah, like I've been working out in my home for over a decade. Like I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Like I got a yeah. squat rack probably a couple years into policing, and um, you know, I would work out between shifts and everything at home, and that was that was my thing. Like being able to just, <laughs> I didn't want to have to wait for the for the next machine or whatever, right? So yeah. You have to. I just have a bar and weights. I'm like, next. I'm next. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The worst. You got some guy like curling in the squat rack. You're like, come on, homie. Like, Move this out. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have so, a hard time. I, I have a horrible time with like profiling people, you know. But that was always the thing because I'm a bigger guy, also, you know. And you're like, you walk into squat, like you got some little, you know, five ten. Uh, what are you gonna call them? I like to call them like platform queens and mm -hmm. uh, you know, the guy's trying to like get his shirt off and whatever. Yeah. And like, yeah. I just want to move some weight, man. Like get the, just get out of that squat rack. You know, lift those things over there. That's not, this isn't for you. <laughs> Curling so in the funny. squat rack has to be like the worst thing that happens in gyms to me. Like it just, nothing gets me more fired up than, Someone hogging the squat rack by the curling and dizzy. Oh, they should have a sign up saying like saying no no curling in the squat rack, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so you you decided you don't want to do that, so you started building your own gym at home, and and so I guess you must have amassed different kind of workouts because you can't have every single weight that you would have at a gym there, right? So it's like, yeah. Well, and the interesting part about that is like, you know, when you look at at certain magazines, like muscle magazines and everything that I used to read, it's always like, Oh, new workout of the week or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like I understand they got to sell their subscriptions and all that stuff. Right. But what, you know, if you look at the core exercises, right, like you're talking about bench, you're talking about deadlift, you're talking about squats, what else do you really need? And that's, that's the thing, like keeping it simple. And that that's what kind of, you know, I did for my transformation because I I've, I've got a bar and some weights, like that's it. So I got to make this work. Mm -hmm. Um, what if all the muscle groups that I can hit with a squat, do I need to be doing 
a calf raise if I want to get that body or whatever? Maybe not. Like, where am I going to get the most bang for my buck? So that's kind of the way I look at it. And especially like in these times when you're looking at, you know, COVID and all that and people are working out at home, like, can you get an aesthetic looking body or the body that you want or just lose weight or whatever it is and working out in your living room? Of course you can. So, yeah, it's it's so much discipline. Yeah, it's exactly. Discipline, right? It's just it's yeah. the same discipline it takes for you to get, you know, to load up and drive to the gym and walk in and do it. It's the same dis- like for me that's a way easier sell than it is to like walk into my back room and work out. Yeah. Like, right. been, like that was the biggest struggle was getting over the hump of like working out at your house. Cuz it's hard yeah. it's hard to get off the couch and walk 15 feet. I could get up, drive a couple miles, go in, fight some guy in the curl rack. You know what I mean? Like that's way easier. It is than for me to stand up and walk 30 feet into this other room that I have with, you know, all my stuff in it. It's just, uh, it's just mental. It's so much mental. Yeah. It kind of feels like what you said earlier about being a cop where you felt like it was going to be brawn, but it ended up being mental. Like that's what this fitness game is too. I feel like it's so much mental. You know what I love though, is that you're, you're talking about all this stuff and you got this big, massive, beer mug <laughs> drinking yeah. beer out of right now too like you're a regular dude it's like <laughs> you're eating yeah. beer nuts and uh drinking this and looking great because you know what you got to do right it's like well it, it's funny like you know i that was the thing too like you know i went through all these different phases and and as people know like i still hear it today like you know i see these diets and it's just like chicken breasts brown rice broccoli this that and like that's not the diet that you need to have to get that body. And it's, you can drink a beer once in a while. You can, you can have pizza. Like, and that's what I thought. I I went through these phases of like not having anything that I thought was unclean because I didn't want to lose those gains or whatever, you know, what you want, whatever you want to call it. And that's just not true. You know, it's, it's, it's There's a dude uh, that I follow. His name is Corey Gregory, and he was uh, the Muscle Farm. He was a Muscle Farm founder for a while, and now oh, he's yeah. another another brand called Max Effort. Um, But he has this thing, and he calls it anabolic fasting. And I don't know the science behind it. I really, that's not the point of this whole this part that I want to talk about. But his thing is that if you can stick to some kind of like uh, you know calories and and some kind of clean, not clean, but you know just like eat good food six days a week. Yeah. And then you can have, you can give yourself a day of variation. And like, that's been the game changer for me. Cause I can yeah. do five or six days on a plan. Right. If I know that on Saturday when the game's on or Sunday, when the game's on, and I just pick whichever day, right. That I can have some wings or I can have pizza or I can have some beers like, and not feel guilty about it. Cause the key that he says is that you have to get back on the train on Monday morning. Right. Whatever it is. Like you can, you can have a day where you're, you know, whatever. And I don't don't know what you think about that, but that's kind of what, where I've been living at lately is trying to control, um, you know, my intake that way, because that's for me, the discipline is way easier if I know I have a cheat. You know what I mean? It's like, if you know, you have a rest at like at three miles into a run, if you know, you're going to walk for a hundred yards, like that three miles is easier for me. Well, you know, it's funny that you bring that up because it's so true. Like, like back when I was, you know, working out and everything in the gym and I would be the guy going around asking other guys, Hey, what do you eat? And like, some of them would look at me weird, but that's what I want to know. Like what, what do you, cause I know that that's, that's what makes or breaks you when it comes yeah. to, and when you're talking about like, you can kind of mess up in the gym. Like you can, you know, Oh, I didn't hit my, whatever my reps or my, 
whatever weight you wanted to hit that day. But like, if you go home and you're eating wrong, it does like that's gonna mess yeah. it up. So you well, can, yeah, yeah. You, know, you gotta hit right. You gotta hit right with the diet, right? Because you can hit right in the gym and wrong with the diet, and we we know those guys. Yeah, and that's that's true with anything, right? Like you look yeah. at like sports and everything like that. Look at any sport, like you know their diets are on point. You know, yeah. like they they have to be. You want to perform. You want to have that energy on the court yeah. or on the field or whatever it is, right? Like, yeah. um, yeah, diets diets what's, huge. What's fascinating to me is to watch guys, um, pro athletes that turn the corner, so to speak. You know, they got yeah. like this potential and this raw athleticness, and then one one season they come in. And they're just killing it. And like inevitably someone will ask them, you know, hey, how did like what turned this on for you? And it's always diet. Always, yeah. And recovery. Those are the those were the two things that I picked up that I was like, okay, this is the thing, right? Is like they're like, oh, I got a, you know, it's either LeBron or it's Russell Wilson, or I mean, this year it's Joel Embiid for the Sixers, right? He's like, I got a chef and I got a full-time physical therapist, and like my body's in the best shape ever. He's he's, he's like, I'm doing less. Yeah, than I ever have, and I'm performing at a higher level because my body's more tuned in. It's so that much seems to be to that it. seems to be the big thing now, though. Like you look at all these like Tennessee Titans, no practice, come out and they they destroy yeah. the like they destroy their opposition because I don't think you need to be going full tilt the whole entire time. There's some rest. There's something. There's something to be said about rest. Yeah. Yeah, it's there's proper. You have to have proper fuel. I mean, it's the same thing. It all it all ties together. And I think that's the hard part. Like it's all it's so simple that like I think it's hard for most of us just to grasp it. It's the same thing for a car. You can't put terrible gas in a car and expect it to perform. You know, like a high performance car, you can put shitty gas in a Ferrari and it's going to run like trash. Like that's well, yeah. yeah, and it's it's so much what you're doing off field or off the court. Like I was reading. I don't know if you guys read uh, Relentless. Yeah, and um, you know those those points about michael jordan there like how he trained and everything and like it was an eye-opener for me because i'm like wow like he he needed to it's not like he was just this of course he's talented but it wasn't just that like it was like everything else that he did what he ate how many hours he worked out when he worked out what like all these different things that came into it wasn't just like you know i'm this talented guy and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna kill it without kind of doing what I have to do and getting my recovery and everything on point off the court. It was, he needed to work. That's focus mindedness. Hey, eh? that's just, it was discipline. Yeah. Focus, discipline. Yeah. yeah. So Darren, yeah. I, I want you. So like basically right now you're doing everything. Is this all online or cause, cause of COVID and everything. So every, like all your uh, fitness consultations online. Yeah. Like the way I see it is like, um, you know, I've, I've had personal trainers in the past and, um, you know, I've had some, some okay experiences and some better experiences. And, um, when I look back, I'm like, okay, can I give, I think about what I paid, what the experience I got out of it. Can I, can I give that in a forum that's where I'm not like specifically showing someone, Hey, correct your form here, do this. And I, the answer was yes, because I know that just like you were saying, it's, it's all about, okay, what are you doing outside of the gym? Um, what are you eating? All these different things. So it's the complete package. Um, so yeah, it's all, all online. Um, and you know, I consult with them depending on their schedule, like a couple times a week or whatever. I send them their programs yeah. and, uh, what's their, how do you, are you uh, utilizing like zoom calls? Are you on Facebook? How are you connecting with people? Yeah. So I'm, um, a lot of my, my stuff is done on through Facebook and everything. And, um, 
also too, like I'll do phone calls. Um, Zoom calls are important. Um, so yeah, like any way, whatever their preferred method of contact is, once we get underway is, is kind of how I do it. Um, so yeah. What's your, uh, what's your handles? What's, how do they get a hold of you? So give, if a you, plug. Uh, give a plug, Darren. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you check me out, um, Darren Hart fitness on Facebook, um, or just simply Darren Hart, um, check out, uh, simple 90. So simple nine zero.com. That's my, uh, that's my program that I'm working on right now. It's, mm-hmm. um, kind of new out of the gates, but it's kind of, um, it's a 12 week program that I'm, I'm kind of, um, pushing out right now. And, um, I got some people starting actually in the new year. So, um, it's basically, you know, it, it take, give me 90 days and, uh, you know, I can, I can help you get on your way to your transformation. So that's kind of, and I'm, I'm mainly working with women right now. Um, so that's kind of my, my niche right now. Um, and then eventually maybe I'll take some, some guys on and stuff like that, but I'm kind of working on weight loss and toning and stuff like that right now. Um, not so much muscle building or anything. So yeah. that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah, that seems to be the, yeah, that seems to be a good deal. I know my wife and her friends, when they talk, it's always, you know, they don't want to be too bulky. They want to, they're yeah. all trying to get slim and tone without being bulky. And I need to get slim again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is, this is how much Darren is blowing up here, Brad. Okay. Uh, I messaged him a few times, try to get him onto the show. Yeah. And he was, he was ignoring all my stuff, right? <laughs> oh, Hey man. I thought that you were one of these marketers. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's blowing up. Check out Darren Hart Fitness, man. I am so happy. Hey, Darren, I do have one last thing to ask you, okay? Yeah. So Brad and I have a bet going. Um, neither one of us are probably ready for this. Uh, 50 push-ups on this Monday night game coming up against uh, New England and Buffalo Bills. Um, of course, I'm Buffalo. He's New England. Even I'm, I'm, just, I'm anti-Buffalo. I'm not. He's just I mean, anti-Buffalo. Don't, don't for this pay me one. with that brush. Yeah, <laughs> he's just anti-Buffalo for this one. Anyways, um, what uh, what advice do you have for Brad? Because I feel he's going to have to do 50 push-ups. They're coming up next Monday. <laughs> All right, Monday. All right. So, well, how many can you do right now? Like, if you 50. were to, you can do. Oh, you're good then. Yeah, you're fine. good. <laughs> I got. I have that. Uh, I have that ability to be able to turn something on and and just knock it out and then pay for it for five days. Yeah, yeah. It's that muscle memory, right? That muscle yeah. memory. Yeah. Let's get a little bit of adrenaline going. I'm gonna talk a little bit of shit, and then I'm just gonna knock them out real quick, and then uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to like you know button my pants or put a shirt over my head. <laughs> just remember you know, to breathe. Just breathe. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the move. It's, it all my my whole philosophy is to breathe and keep moving because I feel like once you stop, it's death. I think I think Brad's actually letting me do this because he knows every time that I get like a little up on my team or I start getting a little, you know, braggadocious about things, my team just falls apart. So he's just letting me do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm gonna have to do the 50 push-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, he's there going, No, Sean, you're gonna do it. I just want Darren, here's what happened. I wanted to have a friendly wager. That's all I wanted to have. And Sean Sean was like, Well, what do you want to do? I was like, This is it's hard being on different coasts, right? So like for my betting perspective like i my go-to bet every day like all the time is a dollar but you have to sign it and say that i beat you it has to right, say brad right. beat me on this day and then you have to sign that dollar and i'm gonna stick it on my wall so every time you come over you see that that i beat you for a dollar because a dollar bet losing a dollar bet to a friend is worse to me than losing a hundred dollars to a casino yeah, like it's yeah. Just the principle of it right 
but we can't do that because it's not we're far away and so i was like well, let's just let's do push-ups like that's easy right we can call you know we can do push-ups on a zoom call like how many push-ups you want to lose and he goes 50 like right out of the gate 50 darren <laughs> i felt like we were playing poker and he tried to shove all in with nothing on a hand you know and i couldn't back off of 50 so here we are 50 that's all sean's fault for trying to be over aggressive he didn't want to do it he didn't think i was gonna call him and here we but are that was that was weeks before Josh Allen arrived as a superstar right now in the NFL. And that's right, Brad. He's you just a like him because he's a NFL. dancing bear just like you are. He's a big <laughs> jumping over the goal line, like man. twink, like twink, oh like whatever gosh. her name is. Oh my gosh. Darren, over there. Darren, you follow the Raptors at all? I I haven't caught anything lately. Like you've been following them or well, they just started, right? So I mean they yeah. look I'm I'm worried about them. I'm gonna be honest. Why? It's not the Why? same Raptors team. Not the same Raptors team. They were You're out. A game in. You're Man, a game in. They're game in, but that's the first game they lost. That's the first home opener they lost in eight years. That's well, a, that's a thing. Tampa. They were out on the beach. <laughs> they were enjoying the weather. That's it. They got, that's you got it. used to your new house. You don't just they walk lost, in your new house and kill it. That's the they lost to New Orleans, and New Orleans lost to Miami, and Miami didn't even have Jimmy Butler for the second half. So it's like... One game. I'm, I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous. One game. Anyways, so Brad, Brad bought, he was, he was texting me earlier this week about James Harden, right? So James Harden, what a, what a basket case that guy is. Anyway, though, he wants out of Houston, right? And <laughs> I guess the trade, there's a, there's a trade algorithm thing. The most bang for Houston's buck is actually with Toronto. That's what you were saying, eh, Brad? Yeah, I was just looking at that, and he's not lying. Apparently, Pascal Siakam and OG Ananobi, along with a first rounder, or Pascal Siakam and Norm Powell, along with a first rounder to Houston for James Harden, is Houston's best bang for their buck, besides Ben Simmons in Philadelphia. And I'm like, just stay away from that. But Toronto has apparently been talking to them. Like December 21st, they were saying that Toronto's having talks with Houston. I don't want that. I don't want James Harden on the team. You don't want a guy that doesn't care about his diet and spends his off days in strip clubs when he's not supposed to be. Uh, That's exactly. Uh, it. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> imagine that. Houston had, a, Houston had to postpone their game because they couldn't fill eight people to come and play. Yeah, and because Everybody he got suspended the for list. being at a strip club on video, like not even he wasn't even in the back room, like quiet. <laughs> Try to hide it. <laughs> no, he was posted on social media, live and direct from wherever he was. <laughs> it sounds like hate, but it's not for a guy that makes forty-one million dollars a year. Like you just expect more. I, at least I I expect more. Like he's a know, team leader. I don't oh, know. Athletically, he's the leader. I don't think he's a leader. Oh, he's not. He's not a leader mentally at all. No, no. he can't. No. He, he can't play alongside any other superstar. Unbelievable. But he's the guy. Like you see that guy with his shirt off, and you're like, that guy doesn't play NBA basketball. That guy plays. <laughs> yeah, but they were saying that about Kyle Lowry. Like Kyle Lowry doesn't matter yeah, how Kyle well, Lowry that's, works that's out because whatever. he has a different body type, though, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, he has my body James type. Harden. James Harden looks like Kimball Slice with a full head of hair. Like that's. Not <laughs> <a good> <laughs> God rest his soul, Kimbo Slice. Yes. <laughs> I love Kimbo Slice, but man, those two are not, they were the same shape. <laughs> Yo, B, you remember, you remember, Darren, we were looking at Kimbo Slice <laughs> backyard fights? It's like, oh, man. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy too how that didn't translate well to the UFC, right? Not at all. Yeah. And we and had that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just it's it's I, rules versus no rules. Like it's the same. Yes, yeah, that's a conversation, man. Like there's guys that do well inside of uh rules, right? They they fight better inside of rules and you get them out where it's no hold, like just it's anything goes. And they can't hang, and then it's vice versa. You guys, guys that can just, you know, they're mentally handicapped by rules. They can't, they just can't get there. Well, you know, I remember I was talking to my brother the other day about Allen Iverson, you know, the other, and, you know, he was a street baller at heart, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he, the moves that he did, you know, I remember when he crossed out, I remember when he crossed Jordan and he hit that, that free, that free throw there on him. So, well, I remember playing, you know, we'd always do these moves and be like, yeah, Iverson or whatever, you know, you'd be like, yeah, I'm doing the Iverson and everything. And I remember when we used to go play at the YMCA and our coach would be like, you know, stop doing those moves, stop doing those Kobe's and the, it's all about fundamentals. He'd like, so he'd line us up after seeing us do all these moves, trying to copy these NBA players. And he'd be like, I want to see every one of you hit three layups in a row. And none of us could do it. It's all about fundamentals. Right. And then he'd be like, listen, Two steps to the hoop. That's it. I don't want any other, no other moves, no other crossovers, nothing. And that's how he, he would train us. Right. Like it's all about fundamentals with anything, but yeah, yeah totally agree. Like once it went, it doesn't translate well if with some players, right. Yeah, you, well, you yeah. just gotta be a freak athlete. Like Iverson, I met out Iverson, uh, like behind the, uh, whatever you want to call it, but by the locker rooms when he came to Seattle one year. And like he's the small. There's no way that guy has no business playing NBA basketball, right? From a physical standpoint, he's just a freak of nature. Like what he could do was unbelievable. But he is super talented. Yeah, but you can't. Yeah, you have to understand that. I think. But he was a ball hog. (laughs) Yeah. Ask Ty Lue about how good Allen Iverson is. Allen Iverson gave Tyron Lue his coaching career. That's how I feel about it. (laughs) How do you say that? You have to. You have he to hit that shot him. in the finals, and he stepped over him. And Ty Lue was like, "Man, I better find a different line of work because this shit ain't gonna work out." <laughs> <laughs> I start, start paying attention to the X's and O's. The AI just gave it to me. That Man. that thing was that was twelve years ago. We still see that clip run. Where's he coaching now, Tyron? I saw him coaching. He's the um, head coach of the um, uh, Clippers. It is the Clippers, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, I don't I don't know what to think about the Clippers. I don't know what to think about them. I, I We're going to find out. We're going to yeah. find out if it was Doc Rivers' problem or not. Man, I know what to think about Brooklyn. That is an unstoppable force. Yeah. Holy smokes. They just yeah. smacked two teams in the mouth. Like They are just a Kyrie episode away from imploding, I think. But Whatever. Uh, you could do without Kyrie. You got Kevin Durant. Durant's going to. Yeah. Kevin Durant looks like. I mean, this is. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Durant's show. Uh, he can do anything. He looks unbelievable. That's he's just the guy right now. He needed that for season me. off. Yeah, he yeah. needed that season off. He looks great. And he is reloaded and he is ready to go. So mm-hmm. it'll be. I mean, Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart looked like a fool out there with yeah. Boston. Yeah. <laughs> like a fool yeah. playing Brooklyn. But yeah, one of the right better right. better defenders in the league is uh, Marcus Smart, right? And he is. I he mean, nothing he, for nothing yeah. for him. I mean, he took he took a page out of. Uh, Kyle Lowry's book there, you know, just get in front, stand there, take the charge, man. Take the charge. Yeah. Take the charge. Yep. Well, you're gonna do that so many times. Mm-hmm. Well, Kyle Lowry made a career out of it. Yeah. So far. 
I'm just saying in, in in a game you can only do it so many times. Yeah. Like that yeah. you can't that's not you can't continually do that move. That's for a couple yeah. reasons. The refs aren't gonna know. play that either. It's like holding uh cornerbacks holding wide receivers on a go route. Like you can get away with it for a while, but eventually Dude. it comes home. Yeah. So I wanted to I wanted to touch base here. I wanted to touch on uh the new NHL uh the way that it's all lined up. Did you have a look at that? The new divisions? No, I don't I won't care until the season starts. You won't care until the season yeah. starts. Dude, <laughs> dude, there's 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 a lot of drama in the NHL. I mean, Henrik Lundqvist, who uh ended up going over to uh Washington to replace Braden uh Holpe, right? He goes over to Washington. He's not going to play this season. Not going to play. He's probably going to retire. He's 38 yeah. on the wrong side of it, you know. Um, and he has some sort of heart condition. Hmm. So he's not playing. And I, I don't know what that does for Washington because they don't really have a stellar goaltender. They have a goaltender, but nothing. Yeah. I mean, last year we saw that guy, the third stringer, walk in for whoever that was and killed it right so dude you're talking about that carolina get, game you're talking about the zamboni get, driver yeah. you're talking about the zamboni somebody. driver that beat my leafs why would you i can't believe you bring that up yeah. here's my leafs it was a long road to get there but 42 years old right into my trap i set that trap three weeks ago sean <laughs> three weeks ago you were there you were just there going you know <laughs> i'm like why would you even bring that up he was riding a zamboni at like uh scotia bank center and then all of a sudden, both goaltenders go down, and it's like uh, I'm in net, yep. and he beat us. I'm like, oh yep. my gosh, that's <laughs> embarrassing. He had it mentally. He he had it mentally. That's all bony means, driver, and against probably one of the top offensive units out there, and he just well, didn't seem. I don't phased. know about. I don't know about that. Yo, how dare you? You what? How dare you? Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner. Jonathan Tavares. You could be reading off a jail lineup for right now for all. <laughs> so if you had a look here, so it's not the Canadian division anymore, Brad. It's now the North Division, okay? But it's the Canadian division, though, right? It really is. Yeah, okay. So you're looking at Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Vancouver, and Winnipeg, right? Yep. So it's actually the smallest division, it's seven teams. Right. And so all these teams are going to see each other. A lot of times, right? Yeah, it's 50, 56 games. 56 games, yeah. and it's all going to be within these teams. They're yeah, not so going to see any other teams. Roughly nine times. Ten times from Montreal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's crazy. So, yeah, roughly around nine times. And, of course, you know, division rivalries are going to be a little bit more. The West is Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Los Angeles, Minnesota. I don't know how Minnesota ends up in the West. Yeah, it's always weird when you talk about how they align divisions in all sports, yeah. right? You always got some weird outlier team. <laughs> Minnesota. The East and the West. And the West. It's weird. San Jose, St. Louis, and Vegas. St. Louis. St. Louis and Minnesota. How? I don't understand that. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, though, look at this. Colorado's going to like clean up over there. Clean up. Look at all these. Those are all weak teams. Except for Vegas, maybe. St. Louis just lost their top player. I know I'm talking. I'm talking complete gibberish to you there, Brad. Is that hockey? Hockey is that your sport? Well, I know. I, yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm versed in hockey. I love football though too, right? And I love okay. NBA I, and and yeah. 
I, I like baseball. I like all the sports. I just I don't get into hockey as deeply as Sean does. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now so we then I play it. I play it off. I'll I'll learn some things and then like I'll let him make his point. And then I'll counterpoint him and he gets irritated. <laughs> Central. This is a dogfight here, buddy. Carolina, Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Detroit, Florida, Nashville, and Tampa. And then in the East, Boston, Buffalo, New Jersey, the Islanders, Rangers, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington. So there's a there's a lot there's a lot going on in those divisions. I I'm just glad you're going to be able to see hockey as far as that's concerned. But I think people are going to get pretty pretty bored watching the same teams play each other over. And no, because they'll start fighting. That's the thing. Like, man, familiarity breeds contempt. Brawls. Yeah, those breeds brawls in sports. That's just that's the thing. You know, like I. We saw that in baseball when they limited uh, the teams to how they limited them, you know, by yeah. based on region. Man, yeah. you started seeing guys throw at people, and, you know, it was fun. I think it'll be – it'll probably be one of the better NHL seasons we've seen. I think – like, I know people are talking about, oh, my gosh, Toronto and uh, Montreal are going to play 10 times, and everybody's upset. Well, who's upset about that? Who doesn't want to see Montreal and Toronto play 10 times? That is, like, one of the best rivalries in all sports. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is that It'd still your team, Leafs? It's always been the Leafs. Yeah, always. Okay. Yeah. Still, eh? what's your team? What's your team, Darren? Yeah, well, it's still, of course. It's the same <laughs> with Buffalo. What do you mean? Well, still, Sean, he has a right to be confused because you wear so many different jerseys, right? Yo, like you have all these. <laughs> I like players. I like and... players. Players. Well, are cool. Blue Jays. He's repping Blue yeah. Jays right now. I love the Blue Jays. Yeah, Blue Jays, Raptors. All right. Leafs. And what the Bills, the, that's Ar- that's my teams. Not right? the Argonauts, not well. The Argonauts in the CFL, of course. But okay. Brad doesn't. Brad doesn't recognize CFL. Okay. I, no. I okay. recognize. No, 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 no. Brad, Brad, Brad is like whatever CFL. It's this joke league to him, right? It's like you know. <laughs> I have tears. I I have tears just like uh, Darren has tears for very looking <laughs> people. But here's the thing: is that Brad? Brad literally told me that it's not professional sports. I'm like, yeah, it is. It's a professional. <laughs> it's professional. It's like you know. <laughs> if you're like if a, your members of your league have to have side jobs when they go home in the off season, it's not a professional league. It's, it's a prof- they're still getting paid. They're getting paid. They're getting paid, but they're also still working at Kroger or whatever your grocery store choice is. The <laughs> <laughs> side gig. <laughs> It's okay. He makes a point. He makes a good point. Oh my gosh! Do you think Josh? Do you think Josh Gordon's going to go back to selling cars again? No, he's going to go back to selling weed. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Is it legal where you are, Brad? Yeah. 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 Sean Camp just opened up a dispensary. He probably brings Josh Gordon in as a business partner, and they just handle their <laughs> business together. <laughs> oh my gosh! So. Yeah, I, I'm I'm there. I'm I'm excited for that to happen. I'm so happy the NBA is on right now. The Raptors are playing tonight. Uh, who, who are they playing tonight? Holy smokes! I just have it up here. Come on, Sean. Yo, it's your team, buddy. It's it is hard my to keep team. Back of all the games, I guess. But... There's a lot of games. A lot yeah. of games. You know, a lot of things going on. A lot of games going on. Uh, the Raptors got the Spurs. Oh. So the rebuilding Spurs, you'll be the fine. rebuilding Spurs, but they have okay. So who's on the Spurs that used to be a Raptor? Demar, DeRozan. Demar DeRozan. Yeah, 
And maybe Rudy Gay. Was Rudy Gay ever on trial? Rudy Gay, Rudy Gay was on the raps, yeah, yeah. For like a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah. So they got some retribution. Minute. Greg Popovich will just let them. I oh, think Greg I, Popovich is upset at whatever your coach's name is. What's his name? Nick, Nick. Nurse. Yeah, Nurse. How, how do you forget Nick Nurse? He was coaching Because the I always want to call year. him Merce, and I don't want to like it. I just don't want to, you know. Merce? <laughs> yeah, it's a, male, it's a male nurse. No, I, I understand <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> there goes, why would you want to call him that? I don't know. I, don't really I like get him. I get mixed up because of a uh, Kia Kia nurse plays in the WNBA. Oh, and, so you uh, mi- you mix him up with a female NBA player, but you're well, no, no, no. It's a, it's a nurse. Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse is American, and Kia Nurse is Canadian, right? So she's mm-hmm. a Canadian superstar that plays there. So it's just like they're no relation, you know. <laughs> so, well, Nick but Nurse think, doesn't really inspire athletic ability, so I would imagine his bloodline probably doesn't have any professional athletes in it. But yeah, but his his road. To NBA coaching was interesting going through the G leagues like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. no, he's easy and he's a good coach. I like to poke fun at him just because, just because he coaches the Raps. Yeah, I, I think the Raps is looks, going through. Is, like if you saw him walking downtown, like on the sidewalk, you wouldn't be like, "Oh, that guy's an NBA coach." You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he doesn't look like one, so I just like to I like to poke a little bit of fun. <laughs> Are you going to tell me that? Jeff Van Gundy looks like an NBA coach. No, he looks like he breeds rat terriers for a living. Like he doesn't even... <laughs> like Pat Riley. You always knew that guy looked like an NBA coach. You know, yeah. slick. Greg hair. Popovich. Those guys. Popovich. Right? They just, NBA yeah, they just coach. look like yeah, they, they own. They look you know, like they. Yeah, yeah. yeah. John so Thompson from Georgetown. Saying. Like they look like yeah. coaches. Shashevsky yeah. looks like a coach. Like those guys look like coaches. Nick Nurse, yeah. mm, not so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Van Gundy, not so much. There's, there's a few that's just like so. Stan Van Gundy, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he, but he looks like he would like be like the CBA uh, coach. You know, like he's smoking stogies in the back. You know, trying to like make roster moves and <laughs> trading people for a you know a washing machine so you can do laundry or something like that. <laughs> that, feels, that feels like Stan Van Gundy's job, but Jeff Van Gundy is, is you know. I'll never forget. Remember that. The playoff series between the Heat and the Knicks, and Van Gundy was like dr- being drugged through that melee on Alonzo Mourning's leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, That's the worst. Okay, oh. well that uh, that probably wraps us up, Darren. Uh, great to see you. Uh, yeah, luck with your ventures. Uh, Thanks for having me. Listen, yeah, man. To... No, no, sorry. Go ahead, Brad. Yeah, we'd love to hear. Like, come back on soon. We can talk more about. Uh, your background and kind of what you're seeing uh, fitness-wise, I think it's a very fascinating topic to get to for just discipline in general, right? Like how to be the best version of yourself. I love I, that's my takeaway from talking to you today is be the best version of you is uh, that's something I'll take with me this week. So thanks for thanks for that. No, I appreciate that. I'm glad you, uh, yeah, glad you got something from it. And I was it's fun to hang with you guys. I'd love to come back on. Yeah, yeah man, I'm I'm going to be sending you a copy of this there too, so you can promote it throughout as well through your people as well. So that, awesome. You know, you know, yeah. and I, I would love to talk to you again in about three months time and just see where you're at. Cause I, yeah. I really think something's about to really specially happen over with what, what you're saying, doing, you know, like a simple 90. Yeah. Transformation is what you want to see from him. That's it. And then I might Are you gonna um, get on your horse, Sean. You gonna, you gonna do a little transformation. Uh, I, I think, I think I might have to talk to, I might have to PM uh, Darren here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, get me well, on. Use, use, your personal, use your personal account. So he doesn't blow you off this time. That's exactly. Yeah. No, I use my personal account. That's the thing. <laughs> I did. He's just like, who's this guy? <laughs> oh, wait a second. Hey buddy. <laughs> All these yeah, people. Yeah. The yeah so find Darren simply 90.com uh, Facebook, Darren Hart fitness. All those things. Darren, thanks for being with us today. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah.
Peace, my friend. We'll see you next time. All right, later. We'll talk soon. Cool. Man, that was yeah, fun. Yeah, Darren's great, right? That's just that's uh it's a lot of fun. Oh yeah. All, all of our guests so far has been fantastic. Yeah. And um I, I've known Darren for a while. So it's uh it's amazing that he's doing this. Yeah. And uh not 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 like I'm surprised, right? It's like right. it's amazing that he just took the time to do this and this is what I'm stepping out into and I'm doing this. And I'm just glad he's he's having success with that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Man, are you ready for some NFL, buddy? Let's Mm -hmm. get to it. We got a couple minutes still today. Let's talk about through it. Let's talk about, Mm -hmm. uh, first of all, let's talk about Alvin Kamara's historic. We've touched on it a little bit, but six touchdowns should have been seven. Uh, I don't know if you watched the game or not, but, you know, Sean Payton keeping uh, Kamara on the sideline there in third and goal, letting Taysom Hill run in. He could have had seven easily. Yeah, easily. Um, Yeah. Uh, yeah, listen, crazy, crazy six game. touchdowns. I, I don't even know where that brings him now for o- overall touchdown totals because six. Um, of them, so that's a yeah, big I pers- felt like he took the jump. lead. Last, I think he was five out of the lead last night, and something that gives him 20 for the year. That's crazy. It's a lot. It's that is a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fun, fun time of year, right? We had games four days in a row, so we had that game last night, Saints and the Vikings. Uh, three games on the slate today, mm-hmm. including one kicking off in a couple of minutes here. Buccaneers, Lions. Um, That's right. Buccaneers really got to have it. Lions, not so much. You know, they're nursing. Lions no one's playing, playing for the Lions. Yeah. No one's coaching for the Lions. It feels like, um, yeah. you know, probably feels like, it, man, it's been such a weird year, right? Mm-hmm. That normally you would expect Tom Brady to come out and just put his foot on the throat of the Detroit Lions. It's a different Tom Brady. It's a different it's, coaching it's system. Dip, well, it's, I, mean, I it's think Belichick. It's Belichick, I, right? Yeah, That's what he's yeah. missing. Well, That's that and I think so. My 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 cousin and I, I just I just wanted to touch on this. My cousin and I, Ron, if you're listening, I'm mentioning you. Um, we were talking about this on Christmas Day about how Arians, Bruce Arians, hates quarterbacks. We we were talking about this, but then we were talking about every time Arians comes on there and talks about Brady. <laughs> He always mentions like like he's some piece of garbage. Like you know, yeah. can't believe the the decision making he makes. I can't believe what he's doing there. It's like, dude, your team was garbage before Tom Brady came on. He's there. a quarterbacks coach. He just must that must be his thing. I don't know. All I know Brady, is Tom Brady has to be questioning his choice of coaches. But yeah, I don't know. Win. Maybe Tom they Brady win. likes to be treated like garbage. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Low hanging fruit. Yeah, but here's the thing: they have to win today. They have to. Beat well, they the clinch a playoff berth uh, with a win today or a Bears yeah. loss, and I don't, I don't know that Bears loss is going to happen. So they've got to win. It's yeah, the, yeah, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, for sure. Probably still, probably still. I mean, imagine uh, Tampa Bay puts some good points up though. So yeah, yeah. Or maybe that's just me. Hold on, I'm in the championship, my fancy football league, and I need Leonard Fournette to have a big day. So man, I don't think the Niners are going to do you any favors against the Cardinals. So no. No, well, I mean, we'll see, right? I mean, you know, it's going to be fascinating for me to watch. Uh, that I'll watch that game just for this is to watch George Kittle come back from injury. He's coming back, eh? This game, yeah, nice. Eh. He has no reason to come back. Yeah, yeah no, there's no playoff. There was no, he's yeah. so hard to play. He just wants to go out and play. And good for him. Uh, yeah, hopefully you don't mess yourself up. Even even if you don't, I just gotta watch it. As this to see, I don't know, it's man. Gonna be, look at look what happened know. to RG three. He he decided I have to play against Seattle. Yep, I have to play. 
Well, that was on a, that that was more field related than it was. There was three ACLs that shredded on that that game that day. Yeah, that field was trash. Yeah, it was trash. But he could have just taken that off and just yep. relaxed. And who cares about that game? And yeah. come well, back. Yeah. It's a little bit different because George George Kittle got cleared to play. It's not, mm. and it's a foot. It's not a knee. So you know, I hear. We'll you. see. We'll okay. see. I also okay. maybe have George Kittle as a tight end in fantasy football. So oh, a little, little excited. <laughs> I mean, but still hard, right? I mean, CJ Beathard is the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. That's yep. their third string uh, guy. So crazy, crazy. Probably not a lot there. It'd be nice to see Arizona lose just because, you know. So I'm what? Dolphins, Dolphins, Raiders. Yeah. It's like playoff implications for both teams. Yeah. Super interesting the way John Gruden's playing this because uh, I don't know if you watched that Monday or that Thursday night game last week, but pretty obvious that uh, Derek Carr had an injury. Um, you yeah, know, yeah, it was yeah. groin, and that was you know looked pretty significant. And then not Marcus naming Mariota a starter, it, well, yeah, Mara comes comes in and plays well. Um, you know, and there's the obvious storyline between Tua and you know Marcus both being Polynesian quarterbacks and facing yeah. off and that historic thing, and then. Uh, you know, John Gruden just kind of downplaying uh, if Derek Carr was going to even play or not. He has the name of starter. Um, I haven't seen today. We'll see how it comes out. But as of now, uh, no starter for the Raiders. Yeah. So I honestly don't know what John Gruden has been doing with this team. Like since he's come back, become the head coach there. Uh, how, how often has the Raiders made the play- postseason since he's become coach? I don't think they have. It's been four years. Yeah. I don't think they made the playoffs. Do you think he has? A, you think he has a job after this? Oh yeah, there's there's a hundred million reasons why he has a job after this. <laughs> Good point. Good point. That's the move. I, I mean, I think they're turning the corner. I think that they're they have a better um, roster now than they did when they started. I think that they were in disarray when he got there. You've got to, you know, you don't turn these things around quickly. I think in any uh, team, you know. It nope. takes a while to get it going, and a lot of organizations in this instant gratification world we live in now aren't willing to wait four or five years for a coach to get his players and get his program. I mean, realistically, the first two or three years, you're playing with someone else's roster. I mean, you're making your own tweaks to it, but you're not going to have a full, this is a team I designed roster uh, in the first couple of years. And so I think, you know, John's John's got some juice, right? They'll, they'll, yeah. they'll hold him over, I think, if they stink it up next year. Uh, you know, the one saving grace, this is the, not always a saving grace, but the one point I think that everyone will hold on to for Raiders Nation is that they are competitive and have beat the Chiefs. And that's the, they that's did. the rivalry, no, that's, right? That's, you know what? That's probably, that's probably, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a huge rivalry. moral victory for them yeah. this season. Yeah. At least, right? So no one's going to be clamoring for his job. You know, yeah. they're, you know, they're doing well, especially with as uh, talented and as high archy as the Chiefs are in this NFL, yeah. you know. That's you know, no one Raider fans. I know Raider fans. That's how they're going to talk about it. Well, at least we beat you. you know. sure. <laughs> All right, Giants have to win against the Ravens. Ravens have to win against the Giants. Yep, huge game. This is a big yeah. game. Two really big uh, defensive efforts. I think you're going to see there, but I mean, you know, still uh, seems to be a lot of Baltimore. Baltimore at home. The tough Lamar Jackson looking like he's turning the corner. Yep. Um, the running game's kind of getting situated. Yeah. Is Daniel Jones playing again for the Giants or is it Colt McCoy? Uh, it looks like it's Daniel Jones. 
Yeah, that um, might make a difference, but I don't know by how much. Like, yeah, it's, you it's know, a tough game. Yeah, you know, Baltimore ran a three-headed attack, and in the last three weeks, they've kind of tailed back and uh, put in J.K. Dobbins, you know, the rookie mm-hmm. from Ohio State, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. seems to give them some continuity. And they seem to really be, you know, hitting their stride offensively. This, this yeah. is their opportunity to be. This would be the third forty-point game in a row if they could get there. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. Yeah. And just so, like not even that long ago, it was just like, ah, oh, they're done. Now yeah. it's like, you know, fighting. It's yeah, you know, Baltimore's favored by 10 and a half. Uh, they're yeah. 40 0 all time in the regular season when favored by double digits. So. Wow. Here's the thing, though they could be an 11 and 5 team and still not make the postseason. It's, yeah, it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that have, crazy to think that? Yeah. It's super. Yeah. I don't know what I think about this. I, you'll disagree with this, I know, but um, I feel like the Super Bowl champion is going to be the NFC team that comes wow. out hmm. but i think that the afc is a more competitive division yeah it is for the first time in a long time yeah it usually it was nfc the eclipses the afc yes um yeah. i'm not completely i'm not sitting there and saying i don't buy what you're saying because i was just thinking that too today actually is like yeah. man the way that the afc is isn't it funny? It could be an NFC team winning just because it's no, there's nothing, there's nothing. Well, I think, there. Yeah, I think the top, maybe the top three teams in the NFC are better than the top three AFC teams. Interesting. That's what I think. But wow. I don't know. I mean, you, you might have a point there. You might well have to see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it's so hard to tell. I mean, even now, right. With two weeks left in the season. Yeah. It, it, who knows? Because it's all about health, right? I mean, you're exactly an ACL it. away or a concussion away from, you know, mm-hmm. we're, I mean, in this in this day and age, you're a damn outbreak, right? If we get a coronavirus outbreak in Kansas City and they've got a forfeit a playoff game, yeah, yeah, uh, that's crazy, knows, right? Absolutely like, crazy. You know what? Maybe, crazy things has happened, and you're absolutely yeah. correct as far as that's yeah. concerned. Yeah. Uh, Falcons, Chiefs. I mean, come on. Um, I don't think we need to talk any more about that. <laughs> like Tyree Kill. I don't know what else to even do with it. I, I yeah. Think, Atlanta's defense is terrible, and Patrick Mahomes is going to have a field day. Yeah. Browns-Jets. I mean, I think Browns wins this one. I, I do. I think, you think? Uh, I think, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I even think though, so. Well, the Jets got their first victory against the Rams. I mean. Well, that's the outlier. Yeah. <laughs> one, there's two There's two outliers. We won, the Jets just won. And so yeah. who knows what that does to their confidence. They look They look decent. They're not, they're not two, doubling up. They're not doubling up. But two, up. it's Cleveland. It's, who knows? It's Cleveland. Uh, what, better what, story, what better storyline than for listen to this follow me on this real quick? And Cleveland fan plugs yours because I don't want to always things because Sean is a Cleveland fan. <laughs> what better not better, better is not the right word. What more fitting way than for Cleveland to have their first winning season in how many years? Twenty? A long time, my friend. A while, right? A yeah. while. First winning season. And then they'll lose to a one-win team and be out of the playoffs. Oh, stop it! What more Cleveland? What is there a more Cleveland? That is very season? Cleveland. I don't. I don't. See I hope that. it doesn't happen to you. Just because, I don't see that happening. Why would you even say that, Brad? I Here's the thing: that your predictions have been pretty good too, and for you to say that, it's just really ticking me off right now. It's like, why would you say that? Well, <laughs> Bears, Jaguars. I'm wow, happen. I'm just saying it would Bears, be funny if it did. Bears Jaguars are the garbage garbage bowl. Same thing yeah. with Bengals Texans. Although Bengals are, they've just they're celebrating. They just beat Pittsburgh, so they're just like yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, this is a giant 
a Houston blowout because Cincinnati just won their Super Bowl last week. That's it. Primetime game. <laughs> they Beat did what they rival. had to do. They're going to take the rest of the season yeah. off. <laughs> it's like the little brother that finally beat the big brother like in one-on-one, and now he's like pedaling home, and he's going to wreck his bike in the ditch. <laughs> That's exactly it. The ditch of the Houston Texans. Oh, he's going to be openly God. celebrating, and he's just going to slam that. <laughs> he's just going to total the bike. Oh, uh, cold Steelers. I don't know. Steelers got to win one. They've lost three weeks yeah, in a man, row. To me, this, yeah, to me, this feels like the game of the week. <laughs> no, it this does. isn't the game of the week. You know what feels like the game of the week for me? Your no, Ram, the Rams against the Seahawks. No, That's the game of the week. It is. That's the, a game I, for you to win so you could clinch your division. Yeah. That's we'll a game see. of the week. Come on. What are you talking about? Cold Russell's Steelers? like two and seven against Sean McVay or something. Like, he's not going to do it. That's wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. All of a sudden, I don't feel so bad that you just said what you said about the Jets and the Browns. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I mean, the Rams lost to the Jets. If there's any more yeah. right pickings, I don't know how, how this is right pickings. Maybe it's either all aligned well or all aligned terribly. Like, I don't see right it going pickings. Yeah. Steve has got to beat the Colts. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump back to that. Win too. The Colts have to win and keep pace in the AFC. <sighs> I, I don't even I know. Like- yeah, I know. I think Tennessee's got that division. I know that they're in a in a, a tie. Yeah. But listen, the Colts have to win to clinch a playoff berth. Well, sort of the Titans. The Titans yeah, just can't. That's what I'm the saying. They, have, the they have to win. Like these are all must wins. Like Eagles, Cowboys. And the, Steelers, the Steelers win the AFC North if they win. Like there's something on there's something that rides on that game. Washington's got to win. Washington's got to beat the Panthers. Every the NFC Panthers. East. Every yeah, NFC yeah. team like every single one, and one of them is a direct competition: Eagles, Cowboys. Yep. Where it's like, I mean, and and the thing is, I think the Cowboys. I favor, I favor the Cowboys in that one. They've been, Do you? yeah. I think it's the yeah. Jalen Hurts show. I think he runs wow. again. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts might be my starting quarterback in fantasy football. Maybe I'm a little it's, bit jaded in my uh, prediction there. Broncos, Chargers. That's just a. This is a game that's going on. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you we know, all will, but I mean, well, it's just a I'll game watch going it because it, those division rivalry games are always yeah. prime for something, right? I'm yeah, into it. Yeah. I'm into but it. I mean, it's happening at the same time as the Rams Seahawks, so I don't know. Oh, I won't watch it then. I'll just check it. <laughs> well, actually, you got 20 minutes, 20 minutes of game time there. Yeah. So then Titans Packers is a Sunday night game, and that's going to be a great game. And Packers don't have anything to worry about. Titans got to win to keep pace. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they do. The Packers have to keep going because with the Saints win, you know, they're they're still locking yeah. in for that. They're not locked in the one seed, and this is the year where the one seed matters the most. It Usually, does. the one twos get the buy. Exactly. Uh, this year, just the one seed gets the buy, so yeah. you've got to keep fighting. I mean, I to be honest with you, I love this playoff realignment. I love adding another team. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun. Uh, but I think it maybe is. more fun is this only one team gets home field, like. You got to lock insane. it up. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. fantastic. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I guess not home field, but they get the buy. The buy is yeah. the king. The buy is the big thing. Deal. It's yeah. a huge, huge. Massive. Um, yeah. Bills, Patriots. Yeah. Um, Bills, Patriots. Honestly, Bills have done everything they have to do. There's nothing for them to yep. prove except for push-ups. That's the push-up game. Yep, that's the push-up game. Buffalo push-up. Uh, favored by seven in New England. Yeah, this that when when when's the last time you ever saw numbers like that? 
coming around to Vegas. I don't know, but listen, uh, it says here the last time New England lost twice to a divisional opponent in the regular season was in 2000. Okay. All right. Easy now. <laughs> Easy math says. Easy that's now. 20 years ago. <laughs> that's also pre, that's pre uh, Tom Brady. So now we're post Tom Brady. It's due. It's due. Maybe. It's due. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I've been working out. No, I haven't. Quite honestly, it's been Christmas. No. I haven't. So <laughs> this is this is interesting. Like to me, the ESPN site always has all these this great insight. And uh, so Buffalo is favored by seven, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but their predictions when they run it through the thing, Buffalo only wins fifty eight percent of the time. Three wow. Points. Wow. So if you're That's a betting crazy. person, I say put your money on New England to cover. But well, you're a betting person. I'm a betting person. We bet. We it's already made. How it goes? We'll be we'll be talking about it. Yeah, we'll absolutely. We watch it. It might be a bit contentious on Monday in our live, so tune in, folks. We'll see. Come on, if you want to talk, we'll see how it goes. It'll be some smack. We'll see how feisty I feel. Well, yeah, I'll be I'll be really feisty, especially if my Seahawks yeah. lose. I might have some things to say. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's when that's when we see the best Brad. Like I don't understand what happened last last Monday. You came on, and you didn't appreciate my Bills Mafia take at all. <laughs> No, it was terrible. <laughs> I didn't appreciate it at all. I thought it was brilliant uh, myself, yeah. but I would imagine you would. That's the Brampton yeah. in you, but yeah. uh, hey, I wanted to say thanks to Martin for coming on there. That was really awesome. Yeah, yeah it was Bills Mafia, Martin. Hey, joyeux Noël, mon ami. Joyeux Noël. Hey, bonne année. English. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay. Well, I think that covers it, everybody. Thanks for uh, all the support this year. 2020 has been a ride for all of us. Uh, mm-hmm. Sean and I are grateful that you've chosen to take some of the ride with us. So episode 22 in the books. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. Uh, also on Facebook, Instagram, at Guys Beer Sports. So until next time, peace. Peace. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week, and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos, or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.